Hello and welcome to the Farming Banker Podcast. My name is Jeremy Dutch. I am the Farming Banker. Um, just want to say it is good to be back. Uh, I apologize it's been so long. I have been up to my eyeballs in activities, things going on, stuff that's uh, just just taken a lot of my time. A lot of it's just the time of... Um, uh, you know, year we're in as we head into harvest and, and stuff that was going on pre-harvest. So just want to give you guys here a, a really quick um, update as to a harvest update and, and such that's going on um, and, and things to come on the Farming Banker podcast, some things that have changed that way. And so I just real quick, I'm going to say that the views expressed on this podcast are the views of the Farming Banker in the farming banker alone they are not the views of german american state bank and where i'm actually employed so it brings me up to the fact that uh if you guys are just joining i am the farming banker i am a commercial um ag uh, commercial lender that specializes in agriculture and real estate and i'm also a farmer um, so hence the farming banker podcast so what i've been busy with I am uh, having a record year in the banking side. Uh, we, we, I, I joined German American State Bank in uh, April, and, and maybe it's the end of April, yeah, end of April of 2019. We picked the location that I'm in um, today, which is in Belvedere, Illinois. We call it a loan production office. And I have been here, this is coming on a year into this location. There was about four or five months that I did a little work from home. But we took occupancy of this unit um, around October 1st. And as I record this podcast today, it's October 7th. So just as a year into it and uh, the outpouring of, of new clients, uh, community support, um, goals that we had set for this place. I mean, it, it's one of the best years I've ever had in a record year. So those of you that are listening, if you help uh, make that happen and are part of it, I sincerely thank you for your trust, your business, um, and, and, and hopefully we've got a lot more to grow. Um, we've har started our harvest, and, and so I'm busy with that. I'll get to that a little bit. Another big uh, item of uh, news uh, for the farming banker is that I'm actually selling my house and moving to the farm. And so that process has taken a lot of time as is uh, the house I've lived in now. I've been in there for almost 12 years. I've gone through the period of, of kids being in diapers to now they're teenagers and trying to decide what we're going to keep as far as memorabilia, what we you know are giving away, and then what is you know in no condition to be passed on or kept is uh, quite the process. And I, I can't believe in, in 11, 12 years of stuff that we've accumulated that you know, it's taken that much. But the house went on the market yesterday and uh, the process begins of moving back to the farm. I'm actually uh, moving to uh, where I grew up. I'm actually buying my parents' place. My parents have bought my uncle's place and my uncle's probably the smartest one of us all in moving to Florida um, and getting out of, out of Dodge here in these Northern Illinois winters. But it's a little, I, I don't know if it's poetic or what, but uh, I'm moving to the place that uh, you know I grew up, and I'm moving to the place that uh, my wife and I got married at. So, uh, kind of a cool little story we share with that place and a connection, and, and we're looking forward to moving to the farm and and being able to be a little bit more involved on on some of the day to day operations of our farm from from that standpoint too. So, um, real quick here is it's like I said, it's October seventh. 
I'm actually in about an hour. I need to go uh, relieve my father as he goes and coaches uh, football for the few contact days that the state of Illinois has allowed us. So I'm going to try to be brief on what, what I'm going to talk about today and just give you an idea of things that are that are coming up. And so I thought this podcast would be a good one just to give you guys a harvest update um, and, and let you know of, of what's kind of coming down the line in the next few podcasts. So harvest update. So as we sit today, we're probably a day away from being done with our, our soybeans. We, we've, we've had a, roughly around a 65 bushel average in, in all the fields. And and I think that when we first, you know, throughout the year, we probably had maybe hoped and anticipated a little bit better uh, of a yield. But, um, you know, we, did, we didn't get a heck of a lot of rain in August. And so we, we feel that that rain probably really, really capped us as far as any top end yield. But I got to say, this 65 bushel average, uh, it, we are seriously impressed with and, and, and we're extremely happy with. Um, some of our bean ground this year has been on some lighter soils, some soils that don't do really well um, if you don't get the rain. And, and being able to, to post a 65 bushel average, I, I, we're just tickled with and we're tickled with, um, you know, the, the seed company that we work with, Dairyland Seed and, and, and everything that these beans have done for us. Um, you know, just it's been a great year as far as that's concerned. Couple things to just you know circle around this this soybeans before I move on is that you, there, there are areas of um, some smaller beans. We do have some beans that went down from the derecho in a few areas, um, and so you know we're, we're we're basically having a combine in one direction on a couple of them, a couple fields here. For whatever reason, it seems to be our east-west fields. Um, you know the ones that were planted east-west are the worst. Um, every other place that's if we're planted north-south. On the bean side of it, we're, we're pretty easy to be able to combine both sides and just slow down, pick some stuff up with some uh, yield adjustment, that kind of stuff. Uh, sorry, not yield adjustment, um, real adjustment. We're able to, to to do that. So again, you know, we plant seed beans for Dairyland Seed, and uh, it's just tickled on this yield. I mean, this this 65 with some uh, you know lack of rain and stuff that happened in our area of August. I I can't be more happy with what we've done on the bean side. On the corn side, we did get a little weather last week that um, kept us from getting it. Oh, you know what? Before I move on to that, and, and, and for the most part, we've been in that you know 12 to 13% moisture on those soybeans. Um, so I, I left that critical part out. I apologize. So now I'm going to move to corn. On the corn side, we've done about 100 acres. Uh, there, we've got two little sections that we've done earlier varieties. One was a 97-day corn, and the other one was a 103-day corn. Um, both were, one was planted on some, some heavier soils and then the other was planted on some lighter soils again. And, and, um, so what we've done on this, on the corn side, we've got about, uh, I think a 202 bushel average so far of, you know, the, the hundred acres that we've done. Um, it's coming out on average about a 23% moisture. You know, I, I think that the corn and the soybeans in, in overall are, are echoing kind of a similar a similar tone here and and that is is it what, what in a little bit that we've seen you know we've covered maybe two-thirds of our a little bit more two-thirds probably we're, we're a little bit more than two-thirds or so that we've covered as far as our ground but between our beans and soybeans that we've we've covered uh that we've got out so far we've picked 
harvested. So, you know, if I look at that, I see the tone really is, is that our lower black ground with a lack of August rains and September rains has really done um, a lot better than our higher lighter soils um, and we're seeing that not only in the bean side but we're seeing it in the corn yield side too so um, i would say any of you guys if you've got a lot of low black ground uh, this is a year that you're going to sing its praise uh, if you're like us where you've got a little bit of rolling mixture of the both you're going to find that i think your lighter soils um, didn't quite do as good as your heavy dark soils um, but uh you know that's I, I still think that the averages that we're putting out is is um you know, very, 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 very good given the growing season and some of the channel, other challenges that we've had. Um, real quick on the, on the corn, though, I, I think it's standing good. The stuff that we've seen is, you know, we, we didn't get a lot of the wind damage that the Iowa farmers did. Um, and, and so for the most part, we got very little wind damage. So um, we're, we're blessed on that side. So that's kind of the crop um, update. A couple of things that we've uh, on on this that we've done, and I don't remember if I talked in this podcast or not, but we, we bought um, two bins on on auction, and what we end up having is we've got a uh, two different grain sites, and the one grain site we have we we totally dedicate to to soybeans, and the reason why we do that is because we grow seed beans for Dairyland Seed, and keeping it separate helps us to keep the varieties pure um, and and have less contamination, and so. Is as we look at you know the what our crop plans look like in the next couple of years, I think we potentially are going to grow a third variety for Dairyland seed, and so we're we're getting ahead of uh, you know that and putting up a few more bins. We put one up this year, um, roughly about uh, around a twenty thousand bushel bin. We put it up ourselves, uh, put a floor in it, um, and and you know put a leg tube to it. That thing worked out just slick. Uh, that's the one we filled up uh, uh, right away. Um, we put smart fans into it. I don't know if anybody's heard about this or not, but smart fans um, to be able to to um, keep a certain percentage of moisture in your uh, your your bins. Um, they're going to run at different times of the year to 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 try to maintain that optimal uh, moisture. And so we've got that set up, and uh, we're really excited what's uh, going to happen with that. So that bin's capped off and and ready to keep until. Dairyland starts calling for it. Um, and then the other thing that we've got going on is um, actually two other things. The other two things we got going on is we started our strip tilling. We did this the last couple of years where we've been testing out some strip till, having it done in the fall and uh, planting directly into that. And a buddy of mine uh, has really convinced us to convince me and for me to advocate for this. Uh, Joe, if you're listening, I appreciate it, bud, because uh, I absolutely love the uh, the strip till. So um, we just about today should be done with all the ground that we're going to strip till. Um, and, and we wanted to do majority of that strip tilling because in the state of Illinois, we are going to be playing majority of our sports in the in the spring. And so my wife is a, uh, a boys basketball varsity coach. They're going to start after the first of the year with games. Um, my father is one of the defensive coaches in the varsity football program, and they're going to be playing during uh, prime planting season. And so we kind of felt that uh, doing a majority of our corn ground strip tilled is going to be essential for us to uh, get the crop in the ground um, with all that we got going on. So we're excited to see how that plays out. We've, we've seen some pretty good results with the strip tilling that we've done thus far. And, and uh, I know, like I said, uh, 
couple guys that do it really swear by it. So we've got that going. That's just about ready to be done. And then I talked in the uh, $100 an acre podcast about what we did to our Ripper. I've got that set up. I've done one round with it. Um, and it's getting ready to go this weekend. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that I like it. In the little bit that I did in the one round last night, I did it in the dark. So I did a little adjustments and stuff by the work lights. And uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. I think it's well worth what we the investment we put into it. Um, but I'll give you a little bit more of an update after we get going a little bit more on it. But uh, very, very hopeful. And then the last thing uh, on the farm that's going on is that uh, we have the first cut of hogs going out um, this weekend. We custom raise hogs for a, for a local producer. And um, these hogs we got in just after the, the COVID um, um, meat packers and such got, you know, started coming back online. And, and uh, we took that that big uh, building turnout where they, they had a little bit more, um, you know, per pound uh, average out of the building. We've got new ones in and they're finally going out. They're going to be the first cut this weekend. So that's kind of what we got going on. That's my harvest update. You know, it, it, all you farmers and anybody listening, if you're involved in agriculture, I know it's a busy time of year. Um, I certainly hope you guys stay safe. You know, nothing uh, safe. My dad always says safety, uh, safety first. And, and I certainly wish everybody a safe and prosperous harvest. Uh, real quick, a couple things that I got going on. Um, like I said, I've I uh, um, just listed the house, and so we're we're planning on moving to the farm. I think next month we're going to do um, for the next month podcast. I'm going to actually do some year end ideas, things to look at, some banking moves within agriculture um, that that potentially we should be looking at before the year closes out. And then um, I'm really excited about this. Uh, we are going to. Um, Dutch Farms, uh, the farming banker, my father, and probably my boys as well. We're going to do a, a maybe a mini series podcast called Saving the Farm, and uh, where we're going to tell the Dutch Farm story. I think it's a pretty cool, unique story, and so I'm going to do. I think it's slotted for potentially four episodes, and so we're going to probably roll that out around the December time frame. Um, so I'm extremely excited about that, and I hope you guys tune into it. So that pretty much concludes everything. i got to wrap this up so I can go uh, uh, pick our last little bit of beans and relieve my dad. Um, again, if you guys could do me a favor, people that are listening to this, if you could like, um, share uh, the podcast, that'd be great. Um, I, I'm really trying to get an audience out for this as much of this uh, you know, saving the farm idea that I have. I'd like it to, to, to move into other people's saving the farm story. Um, so it's not just a Dutch farm story. I hope it becomes something that, um, you know, people are willing to share and, and give ideas and advocate for, for agriculture and how much hard work we do and, and things of that sort. So I'd really like to get it in front of as many people as possible. So if you can, uh, you know, go to my website, which is farmingbanker.com. On there, you've got a link to um, the Dutch Farms website. You've got a link to the German American State Bank website. You've got a link to this podcast. And then I also have uh, links to my um, social media, which is uh, Facebook and Instagram. So if uh, on Facebook, if you could like, share, comment, um, drop me a line, say hi, uh, like it, share it with your friends, uh, that type of stuff. Invite other people to, to, to like Farming Banker. I'd really appreciate it. And, um, and more to come on this uh, Saving the Farm podcast. So with that, I'm going to close up. I've pretty much said everything um, on how to get a hold of me. But uh, it, it just, since I, 
I'm closing here. I'm just going to give you a quick uh, way to get a hold of me. If you email me at jeremy at farmingbanker.com or if you want to go to my website, which is farmingbanker.com, uh, there's a, a contact section there. Uh, get a hold of me if you want to be on the podcast, uh, if you have any questions, or if you would uh, like me to take a look at your financing. I'd appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good day, and thanks for tuning in.